Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, if that's still a thing. YouTube. YouTube. Spotify. Yes, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, honestly. uh, We're the NXT guys. We do uh, NXT shows every Thursday. We review and chat about it with you fine people. Uh, we're here in the BDE. Um, yeah. I tell you where you can't find us. Where? And that is out wide open on August 10th, if you haven't bought a ticket. Oh. Because we are sold out. We're sold out, baby. That's right. We're yes. sold out. Uh, we sold out our first ever show. Yeah. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. That's right. Hi. Uh, up, yeah. Up high. Thank you very much, guys, for, for buying tickets. We're super we, excited. We, we were like, we had a name of like two people. And you've exceeded no, that. <laughs> no, we said we said if we get ten people coming, it's a success. Yeah, and well, we we've blown that out of the water. Yeah. So uh, August tenth in the sixth SummerSlam weekend. If you're not coming and you chose to go to other things, well, enjoy those things. But it won't be a party like the BDE. Yeah, and that is undisputed. We oh. sold out. Uh, we're going to be doing a Q and A. We're going to be doing a live watch along. Of what you think is the greatest match, potentially. We're going to have the greatest tournament of the summer. No, it's not the G1. It's the very first up next Mario Kart tournament. I'm going to be like Okada in the G1. Just going to well, win straight win, win, through. Win, 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 and then lose. Oh, is that it? Is that it? Don't say that. I'm winning the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I'm super pumped about this. I mean, I can't believe it. Um, People want to come hang out with us. Yeah, it's and cool. And it's really, it's really cool. So I'm super excited for that. We had uh, some fancy new wristbands arrive yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that you can see on our Instagram. Yeah, uh, so that's your ticket. When you yeah. get to come in, you get a collectible. Yeah. It'll be, you can have it for years. Bet John and Way aren't doing collectibles, are they? 
That's right. <laughs> they, probably, they probably got like sweet shirts or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually had a dream last night. Oh, no. That I, Here we go. I had a fight with John and Way oh. right before we were doing our takeover review. And I oh. was like, fuck you guys. Oh. And what happened? went and recorded my own podcast doing the show with wow. bartender Jules from <laughs> from work. Wow, the girl you work with. Yeah. Uh, the girl I have dreams about. The girl I have dreams about. You have about. other sort of dreams about Jules from work. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this show, <laughs> so it's okay. She might now. <laughs> well, so then you you did your own show. You turned you turned rogue. I turned rogue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. I don't know how my numbers are. Like <laughs> you should start a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, how have you been anyway? I feel like I haven't really seen you much. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I've been working uh, Mm -hmm. a bunch. Uh, I started doing... uh, My work now is 12-hour shifts at a TV station. So, uh, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes there. So, when I... It means, like, I have, like, a day or extra more off. Mm. But it means I work more during those shifts, which is fine. But uh, I finally took a bunch of days off for summer vacation because tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah. Uh, so I turn 28 tomorrow, nice. which means I have a day left to fulfill my prophecy of the 27 club. And I mean, I guess you could say you're famous now because you sold out a venue. Oh, that's right. I could, I could go out with a bang. That's yeah. it. That's it. I made it. Um, yeah. So I've just been, now I'm like, I have a few days off. I have like six days. Of I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's nice. That's just been watching. The G1. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm really kind of mad this this week that there's not as much G1 because yeah. I've actually had time in the mornings to to get up and watch it and I feel they keep dumping them on days where I'm like oh well, they I'm are putting this, them this. on days yeah that, uh, I Whereas, wish they were certain days like yeah. today I was up pretty early I could have easily watched the G1 before this show I watched I've, I'm I'm almost caught up I haven't been full fully caught up but uh, I pick and choose I don't watch all the stuff I watch a lot of the, the tournament but I skip a lot of the oh no I know one watches the tag matches um, yeah so I've seen all the tournament matches so far. Uh, it's been excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okada Will Ospreay was. I think Okada Will Ospreay sensational. Is, is maybe the match of the tournament. I would maybe I match would. of the year thus far. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I I've got a little list going of okay. my favorites. Um, yesterday really disappointed me. With the... I think because there'd been a few days off, I was like ready for more G one, and I thought it was by far the weakest night of the show so far. Uh, w- w- why? Which match? Well, you started with uh, Juice versus Toriano, and I'm not too invested in Juice Robinson. Like he's he's kind of all right. Off, yeah. He's all right. People but... say I look like him. I don't see it. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. So people were tagging um, me in for some photos. You I'm need like, to wear like his cowboy hat. And... Dude, I'd wear a cowboy hat. Yeah, a colorful one. Colorful one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Toriano, I enjoy, but I think it in the tournament old, like yeah. this, it, it gets old pretty quick. Yeah. Um. And then the next match was Tai Chi versus Goto, which I thought was awful. I'll tell you what match um, I really love, obviously not from that day, but uh, a lot of people are talking about how uh, I used to hate this wrestler. Oh. My least favorite wrestler, Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Fuck Dean Ambrose. This guy named John Moxley, though. He's wearing five-star bangers yeah. with Ishii. Yeah. Oh, that match was insane. That match was crazy. Um, he had a match against Shingo yesterday, which was good. But yeah. I, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. It didn't quite get to the next level. I, thought, I still liked it. I liked it, but I felt I wanted sort of five more minutes after where they ended. To yeah, like, okay. That's where it felt like all it the did, near falls were coming. Did, yeah, it did end the, quicker. The tap out was interesting. Yeah. Uh, sorry, spoilers. Yeah. Um, but... That was interesting, but I just thought I wanted a bit more. I love the regal knee 
he's doing. Yes. I think that looks really cool. Uh, he's just a different wrestler. It's crazy. It's so weird how, like, for the past few years watching WWE, he was totally different yeah. than this. So, I, like, I, I don't, I don't know this person, but like, I feel like he took a chance on doing something to make himself kind of happy. Yeah. It's kind of like a creative thing, right? It's like an artist, like, the major label keeps telling them, well, no, you got to do a pop song. You got to mm-hmm. do a pop album. And uh, they're like, you know what? Screw your pop album. I'm going to go out and have thing a that I find, street fight. <laughs> uh crazy is this style of match he's working right now is more lunatic than when yeah, he was oh, the 100%, lunatic. Oh, 100%. Like, there's nothing loon. There was no nothing There's nothing loony being about a lunatic it. about doing an elbow drop to a guy stood up. Yeah. It's like, okay... Yeah. Alright, uh, second row. This, this makes more Lariat, sense. Like, like, and, uh, I think he'll be okay in, uh, the AEW scene as well. Like, I, I know, like, he wears different gear and it's kind of like, it's almost like a different person, but yeah. it's the same person. I just, I like, I watch him and his antics where he'll finish a match and look at the camera and say some shit because it's Japanese, you're allowed to swear and stuff yeah. like that. And it just looks like he's, like, living life, like, loving what I, he's doing. I do so. wonder if his AEW gear, because he wore that for the unsanctioned match. I sure. wonder if this is going to be, like, his hardcore sure, gear, yeah. and he's still, if he's having, like, one-on-one I like one both, both styles. I like both styles. I, I like the New Japan one. I think it yeah. looks really cool. Uh, no, I've been I've been super invested into that, but uh, Will Ospreay, just untouchable. So, I yeah. have to say... Those are those are so really wait good. another couple of days before. They yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what I've been doing this week. I've been watching. Uh, I got uh, my birthday's tomorrow, and uh, there's this band I want to see. They're playing on my birthday. A friend of mine was gonna give me her tickets to okay. go see this show because my friend's coming. My friend Matthew's coming in. He's gonna crash here, and we're gonna go see this band called Tame Impala. But then, literally this week, my friend says, "Oh, sorry. Actually, I'm gonna go to the show, so uh. I can't sell you the tickets." I'm like, "Okay, no problem. It's sold out." <laughs> Now it's sold out, and the StubHub was going down, and now the StubHub has started going I, I up. I did notice you looking. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, all I want is like the cheapest general admission lawns to go to Tame Impala. Is it at, um, it's at Budweiser? Budweiser? Yeah. I bought just outside Budweiser once as I think well. I'm, I, think that's, I think that's where I'm going to try so, to do. So. I think go anyway, yeah. and like if... If you don't end up going, it's whatever. If, if I don't end the up, day off. if I don't end up going, I'm going to go to uh, emo night. <laughs> nice, sure. <laughs> so that's that's my uh, that's my birthday plans. Nice. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, my mom's taking me out for a nice Portuguese fancy meal tonight at a restaurant. Sweet. So that's it. That's all. I'm a simple man. We're having a mum day today, aren't we? Yeah, we're so. just we're just having hanging out with our mums. My mum's in town. She's yeah. staying at the BDE. Yes. Uh, flew over from. England, yes, uh, which apparently is very, very hot right now. Hotter oh. than here, Whoa. so hotter than here. It's really people hot. in the UK be careful because we don't have AC in the UK. So when it's hot, it's really hot. What do you you mean can't you don't escape. Have, you, 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 no, we don't need AC. Like what? We'll have like a couple of days, which are ridiculous every year. But in general, you don't have AC. No. Wow. Our country isn't just 152 years old. Our country is old, old. We have wow. castles, like yeah. real castles, yeah, not yeah. Casaloma. Yeah, you, you do. Um, what do you guys do to keep cool? Um, moan. Just <laughs> moan and whinge and lose at sports, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Drink <and> some tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, iced tea. But yeah, so uh, so be careful out there. It's it's hot. You, it's hot it's here really in the six. It is, yeah. So... Um, Damn. So yeah, my mum's over. I think we're going to go and see The Lion King tonight. Ooh, the, nice. The uh, the new film, which right. I'm very excited about. Yes. Um, 
I'm super pumped for. I'm more. I'm, I think I was super excited for that, but I think I'm more excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, Leonardo. Very different ends. Oh of the yeah, spectrum, but like both movies, I really want to see. Yeah. and I, there's been a lot of good stuff out recently. Yeah, uh, I still want to see Midsummer, which is meant to be fantastic. Yeah. Can we go see that? Yeah, it looks it looks creepy. Yeah. Um, the trailer for Cats came out. I don't oh, know if yeah. you're familiar with Cats. Uh, you know, I believe it's a quote from Jurassic Park where it's okay. like, uh, you, you, you figured out how to do it, but you never asked why should we do it <laughs> or something along those lines. Well, like, why do they need to make a movie called Cats? Do you, you know the musical yeah, of though, course. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people said that about the show. Why are you making a stage show about some poems written about cats? And it, it proved to be pretty good. I think the cast looks awesome. I just don't need to see James Corden in the, as a cat. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. What about Ian McKellen as a cat? Uh, you should have killed him when you had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it looks good. I think, uh, I know I've got a lot of sort of, uh, musical theatre friends and stuff who are a bit down on it and they, right. because they're like, they're fond of the show and they're like, why have sure. they done CGI when it should be costumes? The way I see it, if you're doing a movie of something, it should be different you shouldn't cast musical theater actors for a film because quite frankly most of them are awful on camera sure um why if you want to do the same costumes as the show just film the show if you're making a movie make it different it just looks like that sonic the hedgehog animation i think it's jarring to start with (laughs) i think you'll be i think it'll I think it will be good. I'm the not director's watch fantastic. Like I can't foresee in the next twenty years of my life watching this. Nah, movie. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'd rather watch The Lion King because the animation looks amazing. Yeah, and, like, I love Donald Glover, so I instantly want to watch that. But uh, I, I am gonna see The Lion King. I would have gone with you tonight, but I, I yeah. can't make it. So uh, I am. There is a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun stuff uh, going on mm. in the theaters, but also in the summer and everything. So. I'm just, I'm just chilling. Including all the events going on. Oh, we boy. did mention we're a sellout. Yeah, um, we are. August 10th. You sold out. Wide open is the BDE takeover tailgate. But the very next day, John and Way are That's having right. their own post wrestling, uh, their like Q&A live show at the John Candy Box Theatre. Right. Uh, Second City, which will be no more very soon. Oh. So it's one of the last times you can Whoa. go to this iconic I had no idea. Venue. Yeah, it's going to be condos. Wayne Gretzky's going. Second City going. <sighs> and then um, Monday Night Raw at O'Grady's on College yes, Street. Yes, yes. This is before. This is before my time. Mm. This is like I was. I, I I was not in the scene there, but uh, I have heard when I used to listen to the Law, they would promote come listen, and I was I never went. But uh, this is this is pretty cool. They're doing a, a retro. Yeah. It's a throwback. So if you are coming for these events uh, in, in the city, definitely go uh, go to postwrestling.com and yeah. get your tickets if you haven't. And then you can hang out with us even more Yeah, if you want. Have you decided <laughs> if you're going to SummerSlam or not yet? I'm pretty sure I'm not. You're not? I saw the card and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not as down on the card as other people. Uh, you um, know what would be great? Because the card looks like it's like uh, it's either a card that is like old mm. or it looks like when you're playing WWE 2K and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to put, ooh, should I download Trish Stratus? Yeah, fuck it. And then you put Does that Does that not in. excite you? Trish <laughs> yeah. and Charlotte, come on. I'm not, not going to lie. That match sounds really great, but Trish does, they do this all the time. It's like a, it's like a cheap Toronto trick. Like literally I've been going to the wrestling in Toronto 
at the ACC for years now, and that's their that's their one trick pony. Sure, cool. We need to fill seats. Let's put Trish in it. And it's like, okay, you know what? There's other people that we have. Yeah, uh, I'm not against it. That actually sounds like a really good match. That is the match I would book Trish against. Um, Kofi versus Orton. I think there's yeah. a, so much backstory there, there is. that they can build. I, I really on, like the really backstory. Cool. I just it's just like. I, you know, uh, it's just a lot going on. And, and I'm, it's not I'm looking forward sold. to like the actual Brock Seth match. Cause we haven't really had it, have we? Yeah. Well, I we paid s- a lot of money to go watch it and I didn't get to watch it. So yeah, like, you saw like eight more hours of stuff then. Didn't need to. And I feel like I just, I just don't like, I know I put my money towards a takeover ticket. I'm going to get, I'm going to walk out of that event and be like, Phew. That was crazy. SummerSlam is going to be how I walk out of most wrestling WWE shows I've been to in the past like five Fair. years, and where I go, maybe I shouldn't have spent all that money on that. <laughs> I'm going to see what they are on the day. I haven't booked it off. Is my thing. Like oh, I purposely, okay. I purposely right. now I'm like, eh, eh. I'm not bothered. I, like I, I was closer to, and then they announced the card, and I'm like, I'm actually not. It's actually uh, Scrump uh, who convinced me. Not not because we've been texting, but. He, the way he like explained it to me, he's like, they've been, Vince McMahon's been taking my money for far too long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, Fair. just gonna skip this one. Like, you know, so. Um, it's funny. One of my friends from Australia is flying over. He's doing a big trip. Whoa. He's doing Montreal. He's doing Toronto. He's gonna okay. be doing SummerSlam. Uh, he'll be at our event, most probably. Nice. That's the big one. Um, He's going to make those girls money. <laughs> um, he's then doing a trip uh, all over the UK, doing Scotland, Wales, uh, England. Okay, so he can buy me a SummerSlam ticket. So, yeah, oh, probably. <laughs> um, but he's he messaged me, and I hate when people do this. They go, okay. hey, where shall I stay in Toronto? I'm like, well, I don't know your budget. <laughs> the Hyatt on King Street, sure. And it's like, okay. Um, a hostel. So I go... Look on Airbnb, find a few places that are like within your budget, amenities you like, and then I'll be like, oh no, that area sucks, that area's too far out, that area's great, sure, etc., etc., etc. He sends me two places, and the first one I go, oh, are you going to Halifax as well? And he's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what areas are good. I was like, well... This first hotel is in Halifax, Nova Scotia, 1,100 miles from the Scotiabank Arena. He's not so Scotia, maybe avoid that Scotiabank, one. Scotiabank, the arena, because that's where the next he is and all the events are, or Sco- Nova Scotia, right. But this is why when it came to like things like New York, it's like, I'm organizing this. Yes, okay. Because... I don't trust anyone else. I like. Yeah, I trust you. You book things. Properly. I book things yeah. a lot. I should be a travel agent or an why? event coordinator or something. I think. Well, hey, you you pretty much are. You, you yeah. put together this show and you sold it out. Well, so. let's see if it's a success first. <laughs> Just start jumping into events. Financially, it is, but is it a like critical flop? Who knows? No, no, no. It won't be a flop. It won't be a flop. Definitely. Uh, I'm super pumped for that. There's a lot going on. Um, I, I'm. I'm excited. I'm yeah, really me excited. too. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should uh, oh, uh, talk about the show we talk about, which is NXT. But uh, just before we were recording, I was watching some 205 Live. Oh, okay. Because I heard the uh, the main event was really good. Drew Gulak and Shane Swerve. Okay, Strickland. Nice. Um, and I quite enjoyed that. We were just setting up and I had it on. Uh, I thought that was really good. But I actually watched um, NXT UK. 
this okay. week because uh, we've been talking about how the Cardiff card yeah. uh, is the same night as All Out. Right. Right. Um, and the main event has been announced. Well, sort of. It is uh, Walter versus Tyler Bate. Okay. I believe you predicted that. You said that, why don't you just put Tyler Bate or something in that spot? I, I, think, I think he's lost a lot of steam. He, over, 100%. I mean, that match will be great. I've seen it. They so, did it in Wembley for progress, and it yes, was fantastic. Yes, um, uh, Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, that was really good. So, last last night on NXT UK, it was Walter versus Trent Seven. Right. And, like, this was the best match on WWE UK I have maybe seen. Mm. Because their TV is... Not that great. Yeah. They always do TV stuff, quality matches. Not yeah. saying that's bad, but like you can have a really amazing match that's still just kind of that TV level. But Trent Seven and Walter just went out there and chopped the ever-living hell out of each nice. other. But the storyline at the end was Imperium comes out and stands blocking the, the, the ring on the entrance ramp. And uh, Pete Dunn was not there. And Tyler Bate was also not there. And the finish of this match is Walter does his vicious powerbomb on Trent Seven, picks him up, powerbombs him again, picks him up, powerbomb, just repeat, keeps, he powerbombed him probably 10 times. Right. Just straight powerbombs. And the refs, it's a stoppage because Trent's just dead. Yeah. And Trent sold it like he was in a nice. casket. So I thought this was really, really interesting because now the gimmick is like, I, I, I'm going to beat like everyone. I'm well, also clear. like Trent is like, Twice the size of Tyler Bates. So yeah. it's like if he can kill. Yeah, yeah. Like it looked so. His power bomb is just like so. A uh, uh, hot take, but is Walter's power bomb better than the Jackknife power bomb? Which I think is the best power bomb. I've never liked the Jack. Oh, Last Jack Ride Knife. is the best one. Uh, the well, height you get. Yeah, one. true, true. I just I always like the Jackknife because the Jackknife looks like he literally just like. Goes yeah whatever and like drops. I mean that's that Kevin Nash all over, just fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah. He can't even complete a power bomb. Gets them all the way up and just drops them. <clears throat> I do like the Razor's Edge too, but especially when it's, it's cool. summertime now, and you know you do the Razor's Edge on someone into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's always fun. Uh, so I, I'm I'm somewhat. I mean, there's some sort of steam behind the NXT product, but I will say like. It, I know the time difference that All Out and the... It's not All Out on that date, is it? Oh, is it not? It's uh, the the Royal Quest, oh. uh, the New Japan show in London, I oh, believe. Oh, sorry, right. I'm getting I think All Out's beginning of September, I think. Oh, I... Might th- be wrong. I, or are there three events? I think there might be three events. I can't see... No, because there's going to be crossover guys, surely. There will be guys on the Royal Quest show that will probably be... Will be at All Out? No. I don't think so. Are you looking it up? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm interested in seeing all out because the the promo for these guys have been incredible. I uh, kind of want it all to be on the same day, and then it will be like we had evolve and fight for the uh, fighter. Yeah, yeah, fight for the fallen. Yeah, we'll have three ways British wrestling experience doing their. It is on August thirty ex- first. Jesus. Yeah. So we got three events on the same day. Yeah. Come on, That's guys. Pretty crazy. Start. Getting his schedule. No, I like it. That makes people do their jobs better. Post is going to be busy that day. Damn it, we're going to be busy. What are we claiming? I don't think we have anything. Because look, uh, John and Way are probably going to do AEW. We got uh, British Wrestling Experience. They're going to do the Cardiff show. So definitely check the boys out for that, the lads. But uh, what's the other show? The Royal Quest? Yeah, WH. What are you doing? All right. That's it. We'll call WH. Putting our name in the hat. That's the London show? Yeah. Or the the UK show? Yeah. Cool. I think it's, it's Albert Hall, I think. Oh, nice. Okay. Is Osprey on it? 
I, I assume so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well then we'll get we'll look forward to that later on. Yeah, down the line. Uh, John Away is just doing all the G one stuff. I oh, they're machines. That's a lot of. They've got they've got a nice week this week. Yeah. Um, did you see the photo they posted of them using that Facetune app? Yes. Um, so John Away are going to be invaded by the Russians. <laughs> the Russians are going to invade post wrestling. I think we all are. <laughs> um, I liked the uh, you you told me about this Instagram page called uh, Middle Class Fancy. Oh yes, you uh, talk about it. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. You know the main guy, the smiling guy. Yeah. It's like just did the face up thing, <laughs> lol. And then there's the one of the the stern, moody older man yeah. who's like. Uh, when you discovered Nance has sold all your photos to the Russians <laughs> due to a silly app. Um, and uh, just quickly, before we get into NXT, NXT, uh, have you heard the update on Area 51? They're doing a music festival at the, on, <laughs> at the fucking thing. Uh, a, a friend of mine um, is, like, actually obsessed with Area 51. Okay. Um like, they've been there before. They go there constantly. Like, it's a thing with this person. Way before this, like, meme and all this stuff. So, when this all started happening, I started clicking their page more and seeing what they've been saying about it. And they've just been, like, they're, they've booked. They're going. Like, right. they're legit going to... They stay at the hotel there that's already fully booked. The Owl Inn or whatever. Okay. It's famous. And now legit, like some company, it's like fighter, it's like fire fest all over again, but it's a music festival at area 51. Is it Ja Rule? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ja Rule's here uh, this weekend. I'm thinking about going. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm still deciding if I want to, uh, we should throw an area 51 party. What like live stream, like from here, what's happening at area 51? Yeah, I or guess something like that. Yeah, I don't know what have what, a what have a Deadpool you... going on. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids get shot by the like, U.S. government? Um, or maybe just like a party. Sure. And then, and then uh... or we dress up as aliens. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I love aliens. I still need to work out what I'm doing for my thirtieth. Right. Well, yeah. what are you gonna do? You're not even here for my birthday. Uh, we'll, we'll celebrate your birthday. This guy, this guy, my roommate doesn't even want to hang out with me on my birthday. Sorry, I want to <laughs> have a weekend with my mom, but I don't see much. She can come too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll do something. All we'll right. Something. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So let's finally go into some NXT from Wednesday, July 24th, 2019. Full Sail University. Now, there's the G1 going on, but everyone's buzzing about the big real tournament, which is the NXT breakout tournament. <laughs> is, it, is it just me or does this... You just forget about it. I... I... When they announced this, I thought, this sounds great. I have not enjoyed this tournament. No, it's I don't totally know why I, I feel really negative about it every week. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure too. people have been yeah. excited about it. I just... There's something not working for me. Def- one, no, 100%. It feels like I forget about it every week. Mm. And I'm like, oh, cool. Do I have to watch this? All right, cool. Uh, we have... It's the semifinals, actually. Yes. So that's how much we <laughs> we, we remember... Uh, which is unfortunate. All the guys in it are were actually really good. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's just like you need to make people care, and mm. they just have maybe done a good job at that. We have Jordan Miles versus Angel Garza here in the semifinals of the NXT Breakout Tournament. Um, now Jordan Smiles is all smiles, and Angel Garza is the guy who uh, rips his pants off. Yeah, and does that kind of thing. The tearaways. Uh, there's that guy who, uh, 
is always front row for NXT. Uh, he's getting on my nerves now. Oh, he's been on my nerves. Um, he goes to high five Angel Garza. Garza fakes him out and says like, "No, I'm not touching yeah. you." And then I think kisses a girl on the cheek right in the front row. Okay, uh, hopefully a plant or uh, there's some questions. Yeah, to you can't just go around kissing people. No, but that same guy in the front row. Who went for the high five that gets on your nerves? Did you see him at Kip AEW? Yeah, yeah. Kip Sabian kissed him. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy got really mad. Well, then get out of the wrestler's face, yeah. if you ask me. Um, this match kind of started off with, um, with, with Nigel saying Beth Phoenix is blushing as Angel Garza came out uh, to right. the ring. Uh, Beth is like, no, 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 don't tell Edge. Um, they lock up. And they lock up, and they continue to lock up. There's a lot of uh, backflips and things. Uh, Jordan Miles hits his like backflip into the handsprings into a really beautiful drop kick. Um, there's a spot where Miles is on the apron on the outside, and Garza pulls the apron skirt. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, and Jordan Miles just eats it. Yeah, he looks like he falls. I think he was okay, but it looked so good actually. Um, Giffable, very giffable was him, Jordan Miles eating the apron here. Um, they go back in the ring and that's when, uh, Garza does his, uh, reveal, the tearaways yeah. of the pants. I enjoy that. It's funny, but I just don't know how far it can go in the seriousness. Um, the match continues. Uh, there's a beautiful stalling butterfly, like, suplex lift into like the backbreaker oh this looked nasty this is really good it's kind of like um jericho's used this move for a long time but cm punk calls it uh welcome to chicago motherfucker and it's the butterfly into the backbreaker but he like stalls you as he has you lift up and then does it It looked really cool um uh, and then he goes for a camel clutch on Jordan Miles, and I think it was Drake who was the ref and I've, I've been to full sail and if you go to full sail you notice little things that you pick up. It was on SmackDown, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago when Kevin Owens did something and you could hear someone, hard cam, hard cam, hard cam. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Owens turns and then looks at the hard yeah. cam. In NXT, that's where they learn these things. Sure. And uh, Garza puts, he goes to, like, do the classic Iron Sheik, like, stomp on the back before yep. you put the camel clutch on, before he humbles you. And Drake must have, like, instantly was like, hard cam, hard cam. And then all of a sudden he, like, drops, drops him. Totally changes to the hard cam and then looks at the camera yeah. and starts doing it. Uh, but that's what NXT, it's developmental. It's just, I noticed it and I was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Um, so I, I thought that was funny. Uh, but Miles somehow gets out of the camel clutch. He's not humbled. But then Garza hits him with a super kick for a two count. Uh, Miles comes back with roundhouse kicks in the corner. He does the sweeping of the leg like Cobra Kai and then does his uh, spinning clothesline into the corner. He goes up top for the 450, but Garza uh, counters with like a drop kick in midair or something like that. Um, Miles fights back, hits the corner clothesline again, and then a bridging German suplex and pins Angel Garza to advance to the finals of the tournament. I thought this was like okay, but it just was. It was going and going and just it was it was done. The, the I mean the deadlift. German suplex yeah, was, cool. was beautiful, but shouldn't have been the finish. No, we see people do it um, all the time. I, I'm going to be pretty negative again on this. I, I hated the cartoonish faces at the beginning of the match. Sure. The smi- like Jordan Miles' smiles and facial he's, reactions. He's got smiles for miles. Were very irritating. Sure. I think it made them both look quite amateur, yeah. to be honest. Okay. And they're they're good wrestlers, but 
Yeah, ECH. There's no way any of these guys should be on the TakeOver card, I think, now, having yeah. watched this. Yeah. There's so many more deserving wrestlers and feuds who have had their time in NXT who should be on this card. Well, it's I'd much rather take EO and Candice over, oh, yes, over one of these guys. Well, someone else agrees with you. Okay. Because Shane Thorne, yeah. he comes to the commentary table right after this match. He grabs Morrow's headset... And it's almost like he's cutting the promo at Morrow, <laughs> but it's always good to, I'm, you know, you're a trained actor. You always got to focus on something when yeah. you're talking. So Shane Thorne looks at Morrow now, talking to the headset, talking to us at home. He says, breakout tournament, what's the point of having eight new superstars when you have a locker full of people like me, like Shane Thorne? I've been here for three years. While I was jumping scaffolds at NXT TakeOver and stealing the show, these guys were watching me at home. So why are they the ones who get to break out? What's going on? Well, you know what? I guess Shane Thorne is going to have to break out on his own. And he throws the headset and he walks off. Yeah, I... He was saying I, what we were thinking. I can see a lot of people genuinely... Being upset. Feeling like this. Yeah, definitely. If you're back there. Um, like, I feel a TakeOver spot at this point is... Pretty sacred. There's five. They don't change that. There's five spots. And we talk about, like, Matt Riddle isn't on this card. Mm -hmm. Like, Matt Riddle, he's not on this card at the moment. Whether that changes or not, I don't know. It doesn't look like it. I don't need to see NXT breakout superstars on my takeover. I've, I've been thinking, I think it would be a good idea to start introducing, like, B level NXT live shows. So have, like TakeOver used to be when it was at Full Sail, sure. have a live Wednesday night, gotcha. two-hour special at Full Sail, where you have it headlined by the North American Championship or the tag or, tag or something like women's. that. Keep keep the NXT title just for your TakeOvers. Sure. sure. And you can have this this Wednesday, two-hour special, we'll have the final of the... Breakout tournament, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Right. It's like Matt Riddle versus said, this. Yeah, your all your, like, Kushida, like, have all the people that that you can't get on the TakeOver card, have them on a special two-hour full-sale event. I think would be a great idea to spread this out, but I don't want to see any of these guys on no, it just, it TakeOver. Did... Yeah, I'm sure they're going to have a fantastic match, but I'm, I feel there are other people deserving, and... I liked Shane Thorne's promo here, going back to yeah, the show. for sure. Uh, I liked how you heard the mic sort of scuffle while the camera was still on the ring. Because right. you're like, oh, what's going on there? And then... And it cuts to it. I liked Mauro's hair was all over the place. <laughs> Mauro's um, great. Mauro's great. I worry uh, this might be just setting up Shane Thorne to lose to one of these guys. Oh, 100%. To heat them up for TakeOver 100%. or the first person to lose to after TakeOver. Uh, that is exactly what Shane Thorne is going to be. Uh, solo Shane Thorne as his uh, Twitter... Right. Himself. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a huge Shane Thorne guy, but this promo made me go, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, also, he's an Aussie, and the they need to get some more Aussie stars. So, Yeah, so. I think we might be seeing an Aussie faction. Because <laughs> maybe maybe we've got a few now. There. Maybe he's uh, involved Bronson, Bronson yeah, Reed. Yeah, that's what right? I think yeah. would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes is the semifinals next week. And uh, I think we can put two and two together of what maybe the finals are yeah. going to be. If it happens at TakeOver or not. Because you know what? They haven't said it on this show. They didn't say it at all. Oh, I thought... Oh. It, it, they said it before. But you know what? They could have been like, mm, 
Card subject to change. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so wise man once said. Yeah, I don't mind this on change. pre-show. Yeah. Put perfect. something put something else on. Excellent. Um, we then go to Johnny Gargano. So last week he returned. He yep. attacked Adam Cole. And William Regal announced that the main event of TakeOver Toronto is the two out of three falls, but they get to choose the falls. Uh, so a three stages of hell, essentially. Yep. Um, and today they they uh, pick their stipulations. So Johnny Gargano, he's backstage. Uh, he's in his jacket. He's looking real fly. He was wearing a jacket you wear, like a brown like leather jacket you yep. always rock. He says, uh, this TakeOver... This, this match with Adam Cole, it's not about achieving my dream anymore. He says, I did that. The New York show was me trying to get what I've been chasing. I did it. Adam Cole, you, you beat me for the title. You did. But now you've pissed me off. And it's all about beating you. So I'm picking my stipulation. And I'm picking something I know and something I enjoy. And that is a street fight. So... In Toronto, I'm beating you all over the streets, and I will take the NXT title. Uh, so Johnny Gargano picking a street fight. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. I I liked how he did the Champa style. Sitting promo. down? I don't know if there's... If we should be reading into that. You Knowing Johnny Gargano, we should be reading into that. <laughs> um, he's coming his, out. He's wearing his black shirt, not his red shirt. This or... is this is what we got to talk yeah. about. It's Venom, baby. The the symbiote is crawling through yeah. that leather jacket. He's choosing a street fight. I just want to say, though, Mr. Johnny Wrestling, Toronto, the second T stands yes. for tourist. Yes. Get the T out. Yeah. A lot. Every, every, even Morrow says it with this hard T. Oh. I'm like, Morrow, you lived here. Come on. No. Adam, Adam Cole got it right, though, later on. So ah. he's got the edge. Oh, so. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, Street Fight, I think we were probably expecting one of the fools to be a no DQ, no hard Street Fight, whatever you want to call it. Well, he's tying back to the Street Fight with Champa, right? Yeah. And, and he's definitely properly wearing, uh, I, t- I said he's wearing the brown jacket, but he's wearing a black shirt underneath. Yeah, he's wearing, he's black, wearing all black. Yeah. So he's going to be wearing the, the Venom gear. He's got to get that, he's got to reach down and get that darkness. He's going to change his gear after each fall, just rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then he's like, Captain America, Johnny Gargano, <laughs> Venom, Venom, Punisher, Venom, Captain America, Spider Woman, like, yeah, all, yeah. all those things. What's a what's a Toronto superhero? What do we got? Captain Canuck. We got like Ryan Gosling. That's our. Super- <laughs> 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 um, so we'll see what calls later on. We go to our next match: Zaya Lee versus Bianca Belair. Now, um, I love Zaya Lee, mm. and she's definitely her entrance. Um, is low-key kind of a banger, because uh, not even just, just her music, but the way she she has her own Adam Cole, boo! Yeah. Where she's in the ring, and she's doing her, like, wushu pose, and then something in the song goes, and she opens her fan. Yeah, it was like, very yeah. it was very choreographed. It was like yeah. a dance. There was some more, like, moves she did yeah, that yeah. fitted. I wanted the music to stop there, because yeah, it kind of stopped like, for chilling. a few beats. It was like when you... when you're, And then it continued again. It's like when your character is chilling in Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, and it's like, fight, and it's like, chill, the stance. Yeah. It looked really cool. I liked it. Um, but, Xia is about to die. Bianca Belair charges her immediately, <clears throat> hits her in the corner with a bunch of spears, then hits her uh, double, like, chicken wing, the glam slam, essentially, mm-hmm. which is Beth Phoenix's move. They call it that. Um, but she doesn't do it like, she just puts you in a chicken wing, lifts you, 
and then kind of just hoofs, just throws you, yeah. drops you. And I think that looks more dangerous than like the Kevin Nash style. <laughs> <laughs> just drops you. It looks good. Um, then she hits a handspring into a standing moonsault. She tells Zaylee to kiss my ass. Uh, Bianca Belair hits this fallaway slam, but usually when you have a fallaway slam, you f- you fall when yeah. you do it. Bianca Belair doesn't. That's how strong Bianca Belair is. She just moves her head back. She yeah. and throws Zaylee completely over her, clearing her. Uh, Bianca Belair is such a beast. I don't understand. Like, she looks strong. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But she is stronger than what she oh, looks completely. like. Oh, completely. It's yeah. just crazy. In case you forgot, she is a beast. Um, Zia Lee finally tries to get some offense, but literally the story is no. Bianca's, like, mad and upset yeah. that she's not in the women's title picture. Therefore, instantly, like, ducks, like, a double spring jump from Zia Lee, um, which doesn't, doesn't do anything. She doesn't even flinch, essentially. Um, and then hits a stalling vertical suplex, um, and then hits, like, some sort of, like, the pounce kind of thing, uh, the shoulder block, and then picks Zia Lee up like nothing in the torture rack, and hits the K-O-D, and it's a 1-2-3 for the E-S-T. Uh, this, I, is, this was good because this is showing the characters, like, mad. Oh, I think yeah. Bianca is so good she should be at added. just, like, her... You completely get everything she's feeling. Like, when she's feeling cocky, here she was mad. I, just the detail, like, the K-O-D, she normally stalls before slamming. Yeah. And she was like, no, let's get this done. I'm, Picks I'm her up, done. drops her, pins her. Um, she's getting really her, good at her facial reactions. Oh, her facial expressions are great. Yeah. Like, she's mad. She's lost two in a row. Um, she goes on about her undefeated mentality. I wouldn't be surprised if she'll drop that now. Um, mm. And yeah, she wants that place on TakeOver. Yeah, I, I like, think, again, this is another character who should be on takeover. I think I think she kind of needs to be added to maybe to that women's match, some some sort of thing. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, so Bianca Belair victorious over Zia Lee. I, I like seeing Zia Lee on my TV. I follow her on Instagram. She does like everything, mm. meaning like one day she'll be in uh, Hong Kong or China somewhere, and like she's like. At a professional chef's thing, and right. she's like cooking professionally. I'm like, what else do you? What yeah. can't you not do? How come some people are so perfect at everything they do? Yeah. How do you get like that? I don't know. Um, up next, we go to a video here for Killian Dane. Now, last week we saw him attack Matt Riddle uh, in the tool shirt. Um, he says that I wasn't going to attack anybody. That wasn't my plan. However, Matt Riddle isn't just anybody. See, Matt Riddle, he's a fighter, like me. However, Matt Riddle is a UFC fighter. He was undefeated. He's tough. He was the toughest there. But he doesn't know my world. I'm the toughest when it comes to my world. And my world has no rules. I can't wait to welcome you to my world. Mm. Uh, It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Is that a takeover match, though? I don't know. Is that going to be added? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, tied together all his promos leading up to last week's attack. Like, I, I was cool with this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like necessarily think it blew me away, but he attacked the guy. I like him saying, you know, Matt Riddle's a fight fighter, and I'm showing up to prove. Like, he's not just showing up beating up jobbers. He attacked Matt Riddle, yeah. so it doesn't make sense, kayfabe wise. Um, <laughs> Best segment of the night. <laughs> let's up. go to the next segment of the night. Uh, 
we have a security camera footage of the performance center. Mm. Now, Jessamine Duke, she just did a uh, training session. No. She's hanging out. She's uh, wiping the sweat off her brow. And she goes to her locker. When suddenly, surprise, motherfucker, she is attacked by Mia Yim. <laughs> Mia Yim beats her up, throws her into the locker, then uh, has her sitting down and the locker door is like open and then kicks the locker door, swinging it, hitting the shoulder of Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke starts bawling, starts crying, screaming. And Mia Yim just walks off like it's nothing. Um, <laughs> last week, Mia Yim attacked Marina Shafir in a parking lot with a car door. Yeah. This week, she attacked someone at the PC with a in the think, locker. As soon as I saw those lockers, you knew what was yeah, coming. Yeah, oh, instantly. Um, it's I like, thought this was really funny. I don't think it should be funny. It's, it um, shouldn't be funny, but I laughed so loud. Oh, me too. I watched really loud. You were, I, was, I came home late last night, and I was watching NXT. I was awake, and I, was, I had to cover my... I was loud. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Um, it felt like... Have you ever heard of Death Wish? Charles Bronson. There's many of them. It's a vigilante movie. Yeah. <laughs> Mia Yim's the vigilante here. That's what they called her. I don't She's think Batman. this is really working. No, I it is not. Also, the horsewomen are so lame. Yeah, I think they're this is their just, write-off. I think it should just go repackage, rename yourselves. Don't, like, get away from the MMA stuff completely. Because, I'm sorry, I've not seen any of that MMA stuff in you. No. You this, just let someone kill you with lockers. It wasn't even a great attack. It wasn't. It, like it, She was screaming. The first shot with the locker door looked more painful than the last one, which made her cry. I, The car door, cool. Like, yeah, that yeah. would really hurt. This, I'd be like... No, this didn't hurt. Piss off. Yeah. And just beat the shit out of her. You're an MMA fighter. So... <laughs> I, yeah, I think they're really lame. Also, they're trying to push Mia Yim as the baby face. This makes me look like she's such an evil person. Well, I think they're trying that sort of vigilante. stone cold, yeah, vigilanteism. They got to attack. Like, it's not working for me. That's why it's I not. said Bianca should be added to this match. It feels like this is the match I, that doesn't deserve to be on a takeover. Yeah, Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. I would rather uh, many other options that we kind of have floating around and instead. And not because it's just not it's not hot. And I, think, I know I'm not. We're not alone on. This. I think this would work better. Um, I think it's the backstage segments as well that make it funnier. I think if if Shayna Baszler had a match against some jobber and the horsewoman were with her outside, and then Mia and Miriam just comes out, kills both of them, and then like points at Shayna and is like Toronto and walks off. Sure. I think. Badass, yeah. yeah, yeah. This was this didn't this this was not. <laughs> it's like, what's was... Mia? What's crazy? Mia Yim doing this week? <laughs> and then the worst is like she leaves her there and she's screaming. So like realistically, like if you just showed this to like someone who doesn't watch the show, you'd be like, wow, this person's this poor girl just got attacked. Like, yeah. it made me feel sympathy. It's something that would go girl. viral on YouTube. Yeah. Like, who is this person? And Mia like... Yim just slowly walks off. It's like, no, what yeah. the, what, what's, uh, this is so weird. I don't understand. What's Regal doing? Nothing. Yeah, really Regal. Regal gets upset about way less <laughs> things than this. Oh, man. Uh, I don't understand this storyline, but uh, I'm just, they're I'm trying. Just, I'm just here for the ride. Uh, let's go to our next segment Velveteen Dream. Mm. He comes down to the ringside here at Full Sail. He's got the black on black on black looking like Hollywood Hulk Hogan got uh, the glasses yeah i want to talk about his gear a bit because 
at first I thought it was like a... Shawn Michaels. More like a heart leather jacket. Yeah. Until he turned around. And, and then I was like, last week I was like, oh, is he going to be the king of the north? Is he going to uh, be yes. a dinosaur? I'm like, ah, uh, he, he'll probably cosplay Bret Hart, I think. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. He got a whole nineties vibe going on yeah. here. He looked like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, but Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He looks like a star though. Oh, every instantly. Week. He I, dresses I nice. Yes. I think he... This throwback '90s look just really works for him. Yeah, yeah. Like even as his like that's his look, and it looks good. Look definitely looks good on him. Uh, the crowd here is chanting Hollywood at Velveteen Dream. He grabs a microphone because he's not here to wrestle. He grabs a mic. He says, "The only way the dream will ever step down is the day the experience dies, and when it dies, I want to go in Vince McMahon voice straight to hell." So he keeps teasing this Vince McMahon call me up thing yeah. in little, little, little by little, uh, ask and you may receive. I think he's going to be called up quite soon. Um, he says, Roderick Strong sold his soul to the devil when he beat the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. You see, Roderick Strong, you're a hell of a man. The dream hears you can go all night too. But the spotlight will hit the dream. The dream will be over and the spotlight will be on me. Roderick will know he's not big enough to ride this ride. And if there's someone big enough, then bring it. And Roderick Strong's music hits. Shock the system. Roderick Strong comes out with a microphone. He says, cool story, bro. You've been ducking me. You're scared. You see, I'm deserving. I'm the most deserving person for the North American Championship on this continent. And I can take it from you like that. So give me what I want. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. It's tearing you apart. It's tearing you apart. <laughs> it's just tearing you apart. He says, give me what I want. He says, you and me take over Toronto. And the result, the experience dies. And that's undisputed. And then, someone's theme hits, and Full Sail University goes absolutely bananas. Pete Dunn comes out. The crowd is doesn't know what's going on. He comes down to the ring. Roderick Strong is irate. He is pissed off. Pete Dunn grabs his hand, grabs his fingers, and snaps him. Does the finger snap on the thing? Roddy goes to the outside. And then Pete Dunne and Velveteen Dream stare each other down and Dream exits the ring and walks off. And uh, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't read ahead, but obviously this is a big part of, of the TakeOver uh, card coming up. So I was spoiled by this mm. a few weeks ago. But even being spoiled, when his music hit and that Full sale crowd just woke up... I was like totally into it. Yeah. I was so into this. Um, I would say Velveteen Dream is perfect on a promo. Yeah. He does that thing where he makes cheeky comments, but they're not like Roddy. I heard you can go all night, like things like that. Mm. I like that in my wrestling. I like when a guy can, that's his, like, that's his shtick and I, it, it works for him and he's come into it so, so much. Um, I thought Roddy maybe could have had something. Like a, maybe a, a zinger or a one-liner or something. He kind of came off a little, uh, not weak, but like... I want to... I'm going to talk more about Roddy yeah. after the Regal segment. Sure. Okay. Um, 
Sure. Because cause Roddy, like, he pinned Dream a few weeks yeah. ago. Roddy should just be like, yo, I pinned you. Like, dude, I, I'm, I, I'm, I get the shot. Like, yeah. That's, that's the, he's kind of like, I, I deserve these opportunities. Like, no, 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 he should just be like, it's me and you. Like, yeah. Uh, and he should have had maybe like a, a zinger or well, something. Well, I think they with Pete Dunne, it's going back to, he, Pete Dunne never really got his full, Revenge, uh, revenge on of, Roddy yeah. turning on him. Yes. Also, do you remember when they set up Pete Dunne versus Ricochet for the universe, the North American yes. and the UK title? Yeah, never that never happened. Yeah. Dunne just went back to UK and yeah. Ricochet went to Raw. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they're like going back a bit. I think they yeah. brought up the D- NXT UK, realized they needed Dunne, and now are like, ah. Let's kind of. Well, I'm the be- I'm the most deserving on this continent. See, that's purposely because then Pete Dunn shows up. Also, what a terrible beard he has. Who Dunn? You don't like his oh, beard? It's awful. He looks like a lion. I no, say this a he lot. just he looks shit. <laughs> um, I can't hate on another man's beard. Uh, his but, beard is not good. You can um, hate on a shitty beard, and <laughs> Pete Dunn has a shitty beard. Oh, sorry, Pete. Um, I I I like this. I'm if this is where we're going, then then. Fuck you! Take take yeah. my money. Like I don't know why you wouldn't want to watch this match. I'm down for Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream one on one. But now you've thrown this monkey wrench into the mix here, and I'm like, yeah. I think this this adds variety to the card as well. Yes. Um, rather than just a whole load of one on ones. Um, yeah, and these I guys really will like deliver. This. Yeah. I I also got spoiled on this a few weeks ago, right. and was like. A bit taken aback. Be, yeah. What? Be done? Like, it It seemed a bit out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope they build on the fact that they used to tag together and yes. Roddy screwed uh, Dunn. I'd like them to build on that. Yes, because it was Roderick Strong who turned on Pete Dunn to join Undisputed yeah. Era. Just, just so we can recap, if you've not been following the story. Yeah. The reason why he walked into the ring and instantly went for well, his... Well, it's, it's Roddy... <laughs> Waves his finger at him. He's like, what are you doing? Which I loved. Um, Okay, so then we go to commercial break and we come back and it's Roderick Strong with like the cameraman. And he's like, follow me. We're we're trying to find William Regal. We got to talk to Regal. And he's like, Regal, Regal. And he finally finds him. And he finds William Regal. And he says, William Regal, you see, this is my opportunity, not Pete. Why is Pete even here? What is he doing here? And William Regal says, well, you know, I was talking to Johnny Saint, and uh, we came to some agreement. And Pete Dunne will be spending some time now here in NXT. Not NXT UK, but Pete Dunne's just going to join NXT for a little while. He's going to come hang out here. And uh, you see, I thought that you were deserving of this match. So at Toronto TakeOver, it will be Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunn. And uh, Roger Strong doesn't like this very much. Mm-hmm. He says uh, this is favoritism and that if that's the case, next week I want Dunn one-on-one. And this is unbelievable. And Roddy walks off. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about Roger Strong? Get some acting lessons. <laughs> Seriously, he's he's been doing this a long, long time. This doesn't cut it for me. Okay. It, it works in Undisputed, but on your own, Roddy, you're 35 years old, you're acting like a 14-year-old, and it doesn't work. Sure. Um, I get, like, the heel, the whiny thing, but right. he seemed like a kid, and Regal seemed like a teacher, and... <laughs> <laughs> 
Excuse me, sir. No, but oh, sir. How come he got the recess and I didn't? No, but but he didn't do it. I didn't like this. Honestly, like. I love Roderick Strong. He's fantastic in the ring. Not many people can touch him in the ring. No, you can't. But honestly, like, if he wants to go anywhere, get some acting lessons. Um, okay, so... this was terrible. <laughs> like, both both segments terrible I'll, from him. I'll go on this show and say Roderick Strong is one of my favorites ever. Yeah. Like, I've been following him from Ring of Honor days. I just... I, something about him, he... I. If he's in a match, I have to watch it because he always sure. delivers. You can't touch him. Literally, you can't. Um... I'm at the point where I I thought this was bad. Like yeah, I thought his bad. acting it was, was bad, bad in both of the segments. But I still liked it in some weird way. I, I don't think, know why. Well, for Am me, I, I think it's funny when it's <laughs> yeah um, when it it's undisputed era. Yeah, I think it's funny having like him and Kyle as like sure the whiny teenagers and yeah. Adam Cole the cocky jock and Bobby Fish more like the older guy hanging. <laughs> but I don't know. It works, but individually. Um, and I think I'd have the same concern as for Kyle O'Reilly on his own. You know what? They remind me of uh, the movie Grease. The T-Birds. Yeah. You see, uh, Adam Cole is John Travolta. John Travolta's cool no matter what. Right? Yeah. But the other guys, they're not that cool. They're cool together. They're, yeah, they're way cooler together. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Grease Lightning, baby. That's undisputed. I just, yeah, I don't think this... This worked for me. I, the match is going to be crazy. Like, yeah, the, the, that's why the I, ring quality is going to be great. That's totally and why. That's, and this is absolutely fine for NXT because we know most people are watching NXT for the wrestling. Yeah, but it makes me concerned of any sort of big future for sure. Roddy. Uh, I think you just have him do this. I don't know. I again, I just still liked it for some reason. Right, but I understand. I was like, ooh, that's not. That's some weird acting yeah. going on there, in my opinion. But. Uh, I still love him. Still one of my favorites. Uh, just so funny. I need him to, like, uh, the the match next week. Um, I don't know what happens, but I need him to, like, maybe just beat up Pete Dunne. Like, essentially, like, get the fuck out of here. And Undisputed yeah. Era, like, maybe attack him. Because, like, I don't know if I need to see him cut more promos, but he should be mad that yeah. he, he's been kind of bamboozled I think here. Dunne has to win, though, to really justify being in the match. Yeah, or fair. We, or we just get a screwy... <clears throat> Finish. Yeah, I guess we will see. Have 15 minutes good wrestling and no real. Finish, yeah, probably. which uh, which Pete done on NXT by the way. That's yeah. a cool addition here. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of lost in the weird shuffle that is NXT UK. Yeah, what the hell is really going on there? He should be involved with uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, but they said he wasn't here this week on UK because well he's over he's here in NXT. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with Pete Dunn down the line. He should have been called up to the main roster uh, like a year ago, but. I digress. Uh, we then go to Casey Catanzaro. She comes out with some uh, cornrows on the top of her hair. You know, I love... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching that. Uh, Io Shirai comes out. It is Casey Catanzaro versus Io Shirai. Now, uh, Io Shirai gets me high. And I know a lot of people like my catchphrase. But you see, I feel like it's not inclusive. What if, like, you don't get high? Like, what, like, realistically, you can't say Shirai gets you high. So, uh, Shirai is Kawhi. Okay, cool. <laughs> For those that don't partake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all inclusive here at Up Next. Sure. Um, Io Shirai, we've seen her come out and cut that promo a few mm. weeks ago with the new everything, the new heel character. But watching her come out to have her match, this... 
this works like completely. she looks like a star i know um her, so her music's best. changed i got a kind of almost billy eilish feel from her, her music is music. sick her music's so sick her music is like a trap beat mixed with some 808 but it's so it's so cool um and then she's wearing all the black uh yoshirai and and the strobe lights it's dark yeah it's all oh she just looks like a complete star now it, it whatever was missing is this works for me yeah we're gonna get smiley miles on the show <laughs> yeah no more smiling eo but smiling yeah. other people um it just looks like eo shirai just has resting bitch face yeah all the time yeah that's her character she just she just hates everyone because she doesn't need friends and she doesn't need you. She's reminding that, us of that. The bell rings and she instantly runs an exploding drop kick on Casey Catanzaro. She throws her into the turnbuckle, hits the Meteora, the running knees to, into the corner. The WTF? Yes. <laughs> um, and then she hits the uh, butterfly backbreaker. Like the welcome. It was like an angel wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Um, And then instantly, Candice LeRae interrupts, interferes in this match, and she comes after Io Shirai there, attacking her. Um, And then Io Shirai scurries away, walks up the ramp, and Candice LeRae is like, you know, come on, come on, come fight me. Um, Candice is yelling from the ring to Io, who's on the ramp. And Io now is yelling back at her in Japanese. Uh, I could have Io Shirai yell at me in Japanese all day long. <laughs> is there somewhere I can go to pay for a service where they just yell at me in Japanese? I'm sure there's plenty of places <laughs> in the city you can do that. I I I love this. Like we're joking about the Mia Yim storyline. That's yeah. for the title. Yeah. I don't give a shit about it. I want to see this match. Me too. This match looks I, nuts. You know what? Might satisfy me. I keep this going until War Games, I guess. This has to be on. Like, this deserves a takeover. This deserves match. a takeover match. I want to see I would kind of like to see uh, Shirai try and interfere in the women's match and sure. Candice chase her off. Have a little spot. Like, sure. if you're not having a match, have a little featured spot where Shirai maybe comes out with a kendo stick to go after. Uh, Shayna again and Candice is like no and I just they beat the fuck out each other go out into the crowd and this should have the strap on it like this should have the title I actually completely I hope they get there this could be also on the pre-show this could be added I don't know what I don't think I think it deserves a takeover spot but maybe hold it off until it's November's such a way away it's so far but like if they can treat this handle this well you could get the title onto one of them by November on uh, TV or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the match here of Casey and Io Shirai wasn't much either, but I enjoyed that right away. Can uh, That Io... That drop kick to yeah, start with. Like she just beats her. She's com- the character is not just the way she looks and the new yeah. theme. It's the way she is. Well, yeah. I asked the other week. I, I wonder how yeah. it's going to affect her wrestling and style. We, we saw it. It was great. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I joke and say, I, you know, I think she's uh, amazing and everything. I, the character is working for me. Yeah. It's a character I'm like, ooh, this looks good. Uh, from from top to bottom, she's delivering instantly. Uh, so Io Shirai has found her her footing, if you will, and I'm I'm super pumped about it. And you know what? I, I really want to see her and Candice LeRae go at it. I just think that it's something that needs to happen um, in we, a street fight, in a in a kendo stick on a pole match, unsanctioned match. Whoa, uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae can't wear black lipstick though because Io Shirai is rocking. Yeah. The, the, 
thing. Um, <clears throat> I get called out a lot for uh, liking Yoshirai's pictures on Instagram and commenting. People say I'm thirsty. Do you know what that means? Let's move on. <laughs> uh, we go to Adam Cole. He's backstage. Now, he's going to tell us what stipulation he chooses for Toronto TakeOver. But first, he's going to tell us a few things. He says, way to go, NXT management. Once again, screwing over Undisputed Era. Roderick Strong is the best wrestler on this roster. And now he has to face Pete Dunne and Velveteen Dream. You screwed him out of that. But it doesn't matter because he will walk out, take over Toronto with the North American Championship. And the Street Profits, tuh, the Street Profits, what are they going to do? They're going to do nothing. You see, TakeOver Toronto is slowly morphing into the prophecy. He says, uh, Johnny Gargano chooses a street fight and thinks that would be definitive. Hmm. You see, Johnny, I'll tell you what I choose. My stipulation is a good old classic regular wrestling match. You see, Johnny, you call yourself Johnny Wrestling, but you won't be able to use that name anymore because I'm going to beat you at your your own game. I'm going to beat you in TakeOver Toronto, and you won't be able to use that name anymore. And that is undisputed. Uh... How does Adam Cole, he's supposed to be the bad guy, and he's so good at being a bad guy, but how does he make little... Look, he just filled us in on everything going on right now. Yeah. And basically sold you on what what was going on earlier with Roderick Strong. Yeah. Right? Like, we were just complaining about, like, Roderick Strong, but Adam Cole already is like, yo, that's that's fucked up, but my boy is still going to win. The prophecy, the dripping in gold, everything like that. Uh, <clears throat> my only notes for this, pro- I thought this was so good. Yeah, uh, and this was right. like, this was like a throwaway thing to tell us the stipulation. Mm. This is so, this is how good this guy is. My only note here is this man, Adam Cole, is going to make Triple H a lot of money in the coming years in WWE. That's all I'm saying. This guy makes me, this guy could probably literally sell you on anything to go buy, to go watch a show. It's just his size that will hold him back. Yeah, honestly, I like, guess so. It was that Royal Rumble that I went to sure, where he yeah. was in the match, and you're like, "Oh, you sure. look small compared sure. to these guys." Uh, That's the only thing, which <clears throat> is a shame. But no, this this guy's fantastic. I got to say, how weird is it to hear the term wrestling match on yeah, the WWE yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morrow goes, Adam Cole has decided to face Johnny Gargano in a wrestling match, and yeah. you're like, sports it, entertainment match. It almost, it almost leads me to think it's going to be. Something like they're gonna grab the Roman, the graps, like, the graps, yeah, exactly. The um, <laughs> but yeah, just weird hearing the term wrestling. I love wrestling it. Why show, don't they? Can we talk about that? Why um, don't they? they normally, is, if this so was stupid. on main roster, it would be a classic one on one match or yeah, something yeah, like that. They wouldn't use the word wrestling. Why can't you? Um, so wrestling. I assume this will be four one and then street fight, and then what's four number three gonna be? William Regal, Brian Panny's. <laughs> William Regal gets to choose the the last one. Yeah. I would say it's a ladder match. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. It's kind of like a classic. Like you both have one fall, you can't figure it out. Well, you know what? You whoever wants to grab it, get it. It'll be ladder or cage, I think. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like cage matches. No, I'm not big on them. Although we've seen a couple of good ones in NXT. 
Recently. This is true. This is very true. So I, I'm I'm intrigued. I I liked the because Adam Cole is like uh, he, I didn't say, but he picks he gives reason for picking. This. Yeah, he says I've beat you in it in New York. I beat you in the first fall. At our last match, I beat you in mm. a regular wrestling match. Yeah. So therefore, you will no longer be Johnny wrestling. It'll be Adam wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 okay with this. Like, yeah. Honestly, you could put any stipulation. Yeah. These guys will tear the house down. To be honest, there's no doubt in my mind that these guys will just kill it. Absolutely. Um, that's another reason I'm not going to SummerSlam, or at least not right now. It's because like I'm gonna be spent. I don't know how anyone's gonna top this card on SummerSlam. They're gonna try and. Bless them. <clears throat> Next week, here on NXT, it is announced that Tyler Breeze will go one-on-one with Jackson Riker. Take all my money right now. <sighs> Can't fucking wait. Um, it'll be Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong. And the semifinals match, the last one, Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes from the breakout tournament. That is next week. But let's go to our main event of tonight. Keith Lee... Versus Damian Priest. I'm going to go on the record right now and say I did not like this match. Neither did I. (laughs) Shit. Uh, It was one good moment. We'll get to it. Keith Lee last week, uh, was it last week? He Mm. like kind of turned heel. He was like, yo, people, the same thing Shane Thorne was saying today. People, there's eight new superstars. Why didn't I get this opportunity? He was moaning. Yeah. (laughs) But rightfully so. Like, this is like kayfabe. You're supposed to be a heel, but like us watching, you're like, yeah, I actually agree with you. Yeah. You were looked over. You're Keith Lee. You're really good. Um, so last week I saw as that was the, the change of his character. Yeah. And then he comes out and he's smiling. He's in his indie looking gear. He, nothing's changed. He it. seemed a bit cockier with it, but yeah. it needed to be a bit more <laughs> dra- like if they are turning him, yeah. I want okay, you look at Io Shirai, you are a heel now. Right. You get it. Whereas he kind of did the same things, but maybe just because of the context of what he said last week, I'm reading into it that he's sure. doing it in a more cocky way I don't know because he's still a face here because the crowd was still into him here um, but also you don't know how much the crowd have seen if the crowd haven't seen these videos. promos yeah. like they might just think he's a face uh, at Full Sail they don't usually play a lot of the things like sure. you, you don't get to see most of these things so yeah uh, it's true they could just be they still cheered for him yeah and he still came out regularly in yeah. my opinion like with his gear and shit so um Damien Priest comes out. He has his entrance is cool with the arrows and the yep. flames and stuff. And they got a cool camera shot of him when he comes comes into the ring. He does this like pose, and then it shows the Titantron in the background that has like the fire. And then he's doing this like cool pose. Yeah, like they're clearly working on that. So that looks cool. But uh, he still kind of needs to work on his in ring because then we had to watch the match. Um, the match, uh, Morinello mentions. Uh, we we talked about how for the past few weeks commentary keeps saying about. Enter ex-wrestler loves a pint and a fight or loves going out and fighting. Well, if you want to know a little bit about Damien Priest, Morrow says that he just loves the nightlife. He loves doing blow and then (laughs) kicking someone in the face. (laughs) That's literally what I'm like, oh, you look like a guy who goes to a lot of after-hour clubs. Places I don't want to go to (laughs) at all. You look like that guy. Um, That's exactly it. And that he's here to bring the party of pain. That's uh, that's what he said. Uh, the match starts off. These two, uh, they 
keep kind of like trying to lock up, but Keith Lee is like, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm stronger than you. Uh, Priest goes for like a bunch of kicks because he's like a striker kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and he keeps doing these like for his size, he's he does a lot of crazy things. Both of these guys. Mm. And Keith Lee ducks a bunch of kicks and Keith Lee goes for his own like jumping like cross kick and look so cool but uh Damien dodges it as well and that's where they kind of have this standoff early on or as my my notes has auto corrected it the humping heel kick nice the why are you auto correcting jumping that's a real word <laughs> but, <laughs> i don't know but yeah this this excited me i love the the ducks the humping? before and then the humping <laughs> kick was no, yeah. awesome him ducking and the and crowd then... like woke up and i was like oh we're in for something special here and then, and then it just took a off. turd. Like, just... <laughs> Did you say took a turn or took a turd? Both. Yeah. Uh, they could have done that in the match. It would have been a little bit entertaining. Um, I, I like to give these guys a chance, but I I was falling asleep. Um, there's a uh, a spot where Lee is working the arm. Kind of like Undertaker work, used to. Used to. Uh, before old school. Lists the guy up, like, high in the air from the wrist lock. Yeah. And drops him down. Uh, he hits some of that. Um, Priest hits some, like, low super kick, sending Keith Lee, like, kind of face first into the turnbuckle. The pacing of this was really slow, which I was like, uh, it's just not really meshing well for me. Uh, Priest goes for, like, this, like, rope walk into a cross body. Uh, he goes for this move where he, like, pretends he's gonna hit you with, like, an arrow, like Hawkeye, but it gets blocked. Keith Lee, uh, blocks that move. Again, goes for, like, wrist control he's been watching okada in the g1 he doesn't let go of the wrist he maintains wrist control and hits short armed clotheslines just a series of them uh priest at some point goes for the falcon arrow which is cool because he's calling himself the archer i guess right um but he can't do it he can't lift him um but then uh after these uh short arm clotheslines he finally counters one and does in fact hit the falcon arrow on keith lee only a two count. Um, Keith Lee hits some sort of pounce kind of move. And uh, Damien Priest just didn't know how to sell that because he was just like in air and just like falls, but like with his hands. It looked it looked funny to me. I laughed. Um, then uh, <clears throat> Keith Lee is outside the ring near the entrance mm-hmm. ramp. And this is the cool spot I think you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about earlier. I preferred the kick oh, earlier, okay. the duck. Well, because they kind of messed this really cool spot up. Yep. This is why this match made me upset. You you lost... You had my attention early with the kick thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then you lost me because it was just so slow. There wasn't really much going on. I was like, okay. It's kind of slop, really sloppy. But then this spot happens. Keith Lee is on the outside. And Damien Priest runs from inside the ring, does a tope over the ropes. Keith Lee catches him like nothing light work and is about to powerbomb him so think about it a guy goes over the top ropes for like a over a jumping tope like jumping over a somersault keith lee catches him doesn't even move his feet don't move a big guy this isn't like yo Rey mysterio no this catching. is not a this cruiserweight is a big dude keith lee is big but damian priest is also big so him catching him like this is very impressive. So he has him now like in a powerbomb stance. The apron is right there. Instead of powerbombing him on the apron, Damian Priest counters out of that and lands on his feet and throws him into the steel and nothing steps. nothing happens. Yeah. And nothing happens. What? 
You ruined such a great spot. The crowd was so... They're like, oh my god, that's so cool. Uh, 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 oh. Oh. Uh, okay, so what... Well, then why did, you, why did you do that then? That was just like asking for a hernia for no reason. Yeah. You didn't even go through with a move. I just didn't understand that spot yep. at all. It made me so mad. It's like, what? Why did you do that? Uh, they go back into the ring... And there's a cyclone boot from Damien Priest, and then the rolling cutter, which he calls the Reckoning, and Damien Priest pins Keith Lee. And uh, I was happy it was over. Very dull match. <clears throat> what um, a main event. Both these guys really needed to prove themselves, and this was not it. As I said, I got really excited with that humping heel kick early on with yeah. the duck. I was like, ooh. Then they did nothing yeah, after they did that. Nothing. They did nothing. Even the cool spot. Nothing. There was... Damien Priest hit a Falcon Arrow to uh, Keith Lee, which was impressive, but Maro sounded way louder than the whole crowd reacting to this. Yeah. And then the tope that was caught, as you said, he should have done Arrow, something. He should have slammed this. him from it. This, what this match felt like to me, this felt like... We don't want to... This felt like a match at Access. Oh. So okay. it feels like when you're at Access and you're like, oh, Keith Lee, Damien Priest, and neither guy is really doing much because it's sure. access right, like right. the treat is just being able to see them also it felt like both guys were wrestling where they wanted to get their shit in but didn't want to look weak so they were doing cool spots that led to nowhere sure because the other guy didn't want to sell taking it i guess yeah it felt like we don't want to hurt either of these guys but at the same time Completely. one of them has to lose it just it just didn't work for Whereas, me. yeah if you had like the power bomb on the apron and then Priest still wins, I think both guys look look cool. Yeah, uh, should have done this the power was very bomb. dull. I, I think the rolling cutter is the wrong move for um, especially for if you Priest. do it not as good as other people. And well, on a big guy like imagine thankfully. someone like it's similar to an RKO. It's a cutter. It's but it no, it's the crossroads. It's the yeah, rolling it's the of the rolling dice. dice. Yeah. yeah. Now we see. Imagine some new wrestler shows up and he starts doing the RKO. He starts doing the diamond cutter, but he does it shit. Yeah. Then you're not doing that move no more. You can't do that move. I think it's hard doing it on a bigger guy. But like we've he, seen him do it on jobbers and couldn't do yeah, it on him. It I doesn't look good either. He He's someone... I know they're overdone right now, but that needs like a striking finish. He, he His like, gimmick here is supposed to be he does strikes because like his yeah. whole thing is strikes. But I think it was you who said like last week, like his strikes look sloppy. Yeah. So like what's the point of having strikes if you don't... They don't look good. Yeah. So if you don't um, look good doing strikes, look good doing something else. I don't no, know. No, this really disappointed me. Yeah, me I'm too. not impressed with Keith Lee. Um, which is sad. Cause, which is sad because there's potential there. And the other thing is, these guys aren't green. No. Like, they've no. been around for a bit. This isn't good enough I think the problem. I think the problem here was not Keith Lee. I think the problem here was... I think Dana. both. No, I think I Keith, Keith Lee... Lee doesn't know his character. Sure. Um, it's... Yeah. It's not enough for me. Keith Lee should uh, join forces with him. They should go, start going partying, yeah. going to after hours. <laughs> then he'll change his gear. My yeah. problem with Keith Lee is that gear. He looks he looks like an indie guy. I want... Uh, so these two against uh, Britain Brawlers. But you have... <laughs> like, you know the whole, like, Goldberg being knocked on the door? Yeah. It has split screen. Okay. We have, uh, like... Danny Birch and only Lorkin with pub. a pint at a pub yeah. at Weatherspoons, and then the landlord the comes over and goes, "Right, you're on." Like, <laughs> get up, slam their pint down on the bottom of the screen. You have got Damien Priest and Keith Lee. 
at comfort zone <laughs> doing a line <laughs> walking out both it'd be cool if it was like the AEW like dual ramp and then coming down ready to fight <laughs> yeah my all I can imagine now is Damien Priest's gimmick is he's just at after hours that's his gimmick like but he, he maybe maybe doing a bump would help him have a better match oh, I don't God, know yeah. I really don't know I just didn't it didn't click for me I really want to I want I think Keith Lee could go far I just it's just not happening right it's a shame second. that uh, Dijakovic match never happened. Yeah, fair. Maybe um, they're just waiting for that. I don't know. And I feel they're, they're sort of making this maybe the Dijakovic feud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not good enough. And I think another... I need to see vignettes of... Another, like, average NXT show. It's a shame. Yeah. I hate being negative about this show. Yeah, I feel too, like yeah. we're the positive show and we've just been a bit down on it. And but... you know what? Uh, it's It's unfortunate because come October... They got to step it up for Wednesday night supremacy. Yeah. The battle of Wednesday night, AEW on TNT versus NXT on the WWE network. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're, if you're giving me shit like this, no offense to them, but I'm going to click elsewhere. Yeah. To watch this. This is a WWE one hour show. Is the AEW show going to be live? Because, yeah. because then I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And I do a show on NXT. I can watch this after. Yeah. They're going to lose me to the, to the AEW. And that's me. And I, I, I bleed the, the yellow brand here. Yeah. But you can't put this out and think I'm not going to go elsewhere. No. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Also, don't make it two hours. NXT, no. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. And just leave it on the network. I know there's there's things coming out. Maybe there's different tiers of the WWE network. Yeah, like I think this morning, like WXW and Progress and things were putting out kind of cryptic tweets. Okay. So by the time this podcast probably out, sure, it's probably all confirmed. Right. I what's just happening. I just but the network is in for a change. Good and bad, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we shall see. Uh, should we go to some feedback? Let us this do week? it. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night when NXT airs, we post this up and you can go and join up. It's free on the Post Wrestling Forum. You can write comments or questions that we will read here on the show. I will start here with Mystery. He says, I was sitting here thinking about NXT tonight and it was fine. Very sad noted smug asshole Garza lost. I have no clue why they are trying to do this with Bianca right now. There's no room for her in the title picture. The takeover match stipulations for Cole and Gargano are not good. Dying at Candice LeRae being booed when she crashed the EO Casey match. I don't think this heel turn is working out the way creative envisions it. That being said, Candice and EO needs to be a takeover match. I don't know if you guys saw it or want to see it, but someone uploaded the entire Casey EO match from a recent house show on YouTube. It was a fun watch. If you want it, let me know and I'll see about sending it to you on Twitter. Also, I have a little theory, but I feel like if Gargano loses at takeover, he is getting called up. If so, could you see Candice being called up alongside him? No. I don't think there's any room for either of them at the moment. <clears throat> Definitely not. Um, I... I agree and disagree about the match steps for Cole Gargano. I think these guys have proved what they can do in just wrestling matches. Yeah, let's... I think add a few more gimmicks with the the no DQ. Uh, I think the match is going to be incredible. It's not 
you don't want to make it too gimmicky, and I think yeah. we will have that with the I third. Think, I think people are are oh, maybe overlooking that. They're like, oh, it's a three stages of hell match. Like think back when we've seen these. Like look at some stipulations we've seen in wrestling, and you can argue that they're good or bad. But like in my opinion, I don't need to see uh, inferno matches or hard. Like I don't need to see some of these crazy. I'm pretty gimmick sure shit. the 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 great one, the Triple H Austin match. I'm pretty sure that went. Uh, Regular singles match, yeah, no holds barred, yeah. and then it, it goes. It goes. It's three so stages. It escalates. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think the match is going to be fantastic, and you don't want to throw too much crazy stuff at it. Yeah, I'll save that for the third fall. Wrestling has evolved. I, we've seen them just have wrestling matches, and they've destroyed anything you've seen that yeah. are gimmicks. So, like, I don't need to see some. Do you think we're going to get Regal announce? in a week or two, the final thing? Or do you think it's going to be one or Regal comes out, both men are like dead in each corner <laughs> and he goes like, damn, I don't know. Hang that belt up. Let's get some ladders out here. You could do that. I don't, I'm cool. I think that would be kind of cool. I, I think could... save it for the night. Have yeah, a little okay. surprise what's going to go on. Yeah, I'm cool. Or I... just finish it two straight falls and everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what about the third fall? And Regal's like, oh, I had planned the first Inferno Hell in a Cell match <laughs> barbed wire thumbtacks and everyone's like what it's like yeah but sorry <laughs> sorry adam cole just beat him two full straight uh yeah i'm cool with that let's do let's go with that <laughs> uh Shabelle, the breakout stars are awesome miles has everything i love his facial expressions oh. okay am i the only one who thinks gaza looks like a mexican version of tjp I don't know. Oh, you think his, his, they, their faces look similar a little bit, I guess. A Dream just dethroned Joe Poe for Vince impersonation. Yes. Seriously, Dunn, Roddy, and Dream take all my money, my credit card, my house, and if I have to, my wife, for damn sake. <laughs> don't worry. I mean, the match is just happening. You can keep your wife. I mean, uh, Pete Dunn has that, that beard now. I think your wife's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regal is shit on TV, and why did they pair a segment with the worst promo on the planet, Roderick Strong? Oh. Uh, no question, just one thing. You guys are awesome. Shirai gets me high. Conti gets me... Yeah, okay. Chabel, yep. <laughs> um, message Jesse from the six. There. Oh, he's looking for tickets yeah. to take over. Right. Uh, let's go to Eva from London. I'll try to keep this short. Breakout match was solid. Garza with the great heel work and Miles with a sick German suplex for the win. Is it just me or does Dream seem more heelish than usual? His ducking of Roddy and then done came off... Cowardly. Regal had to put them into the Toronto Toronto match. Lee versus Priest was awesome. Great match and back and forth. Question: Did either of you catch the Twitter uh, feud Tuesday involving trans wrestler Casey Dillon and a transphobic aspiring wrestler that saw the likes of Mercedes Martinez, Blackwood, and Jordan Grace? Yeah, I did see this. Um, um, there was a, a wrestler that was saying a bunch of things, and the wrestlers were like, "Hey, like." What's what's your deal? Kind of like weird online bullying for no right, reason. Okay. So uh, I I always like to see wrestlers like coming Stand out and up. supporting and standing up for each other. And uh, they end off with congrats on the tailgate sellout. Thank you very much. Um, but I, going back, they they said here that Dream seems more heelish. I, I, just, I don't know. No, I, he's always like he's kind always of, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. which I like. That's what I like about that character. Yeah. Uh, and 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 they really liked the main event. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Bray D from Postmate. Ah. Io Shirai was the third most attractive woman in that segment. Uh, hashtag Casey makes me hazy. 
Hashtag sweet as Candice. <laughs> What's shaking, William Regal? That was it. Okay. Wow. What a, Thanks for your input. He's been hanging, <laughs> he's been hanging out with Damien Priest in the after hours. Uh, pick Japan. Miles of Smiles is flashy, but he lacks depth of a character for me to care. Miles is someone who would benefit from being part of something like The New Day. Garza's pants are too bright for the lightning in the studio. Lighting in the studio. Or another way to look at it, the lighting isn't very good in the studio. NXT has intentionally chosen a darker look than the Vince McMahon produced shows, and sometimes that is a good thing, but I find it problematic. Aside the problem, the, the dark mat sometimes happen when Ring of Honor and, and New Japan do dark shows. Um, I, <clears throat> it may seem out of place, but I go on about production values, but with AEW starting on Wednesdays in October, there's going to be a lot of comparisons between WWE and AEW. Um, he says that if WWE decides to run NXT on FS1 opposite AEW on TNT, then NXT with their current production will seem a bit down market. Another example, not having a mic nearby EO during her Japanese rant after the Candace attack, depriving us of the fun and angry Japanese cursing. Um, yes, the Japanese cursing is fun. Um, I don't think that's a i think the, the nxt uh, production is still quite fine depending on how you i like that it. it's different yeah, yeah it's still kind of like developmental kind of thing is what they continue on to say here they say that even zia lee is uh, already better than some of the people on raw and smackdown he says mia yim's uh recidivism is of the crimes of assault and battery calls out for a parole officer um i know you know uh stokely yeah on twitter he so NXT Twitter posted the video of Mia Yim attacking in the lockers. Right. Uh, Stokely took that video and CC'd the Orlando police. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Snitches get stitches, though. Uh, he continues saying, Roderick Strong's promo was weak in the ring. Whoever wrote it really lacked passion. Uh, it doesn't help Roddy as he already comes off as a lesser star compared to Dream or Dunn. Um, and especially against the great William Regal. And whoever directed Strong to say title opportunity should be shot because the last thing era should sound like are Vince's stooges. This episode was all about setting up the next takeover. Nothing really memorable. Ahoy, and admit it, you miss her. Of course. <laughs> Don't even need to admit it. It's just, it's just facts. <laughs> um, MJ from NJ. MJ coming to the six in two weeks. Hey. Undisputed Era is leaving Toronto draped in gold. And that is as undisputed as a BDE sellout. Ooh. Baby. Nice. I like it. I think he's been with Damien Priest as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to our last one here. Bray. Uh, hey, gang. I don't know about you guys, but tonight's episode has made me extremely excited for TakeOver. So much so I considered selling my current ticket... And buying a better seat. I love Johnny's new street fight fetish and the smugness of Adam Cole wanting a traditional match. <laughs> uh, street fight fetish. I love that. Uh, I was very happy to see Pete Dunne return. And I think the triple threat has the potential to steal the show. Hoping we manage to see Candice versus EO on the card as well. See you lads at the tailgate. Bray from Newfoundland. Well, hey. Wow, awesome. Yeah. Um, I think people seem more high on the show than we were yeah, today. I, I was definitely a little... No, I, I'm getting some mixed things. But I, I think I, I need to see EO and Candice mm -hmm. at some capacity on the, the TakeOver card in Toronto. And I think uh, I think I think we'll be okay. I think TakeOver, oh, I think takeover is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Triple H isn't missing lately. And especially with, you know... You, 
the AEW competition kind of thing. Yeah. I think he likes to stick it to, yeah. especially after, um, was it Cody Rhodes doing the, the, the smashing Sledgehammer? thing? Yeah. Triple H is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's how I see Triple H. Uh, especially when he was, uh, the, all the memes from the Raw reunion of Triple H just kind of chilling there with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think TakeOver is going to be great. Um, but yeah, just still a bit underwhelmed with the TV right now. The it's TV not show. bad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad. I think we're just used to excellent. Yeah. We're used to like really compelling storytelling and yeah. like, things moving properly. Also, like, we don't know. They could have had things in place and Vince, you know, plucks people out of true. things and yeah, we've been screwed over kind of thing. But Fuck you, Vince. Yeah, essentially. Um, so that's NXT for this week. Um, thanks for everyone to anyone who bought tickets for the tailgate. Um, and I know we, I'm getting a lot of messages from people from all over the world who, who are coming for SummerSlam weekend uh, who are like, I would buy a ticket if I could. Well, thank you very much. Um, uh, buy a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, follow us on our socials. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And we'll talk to you next week and every week here when we talk about NXT leading up to TakeOver Toronto. And then we'll be doing a live show after that as well. So look forward to that coming yeah, up. Yeah, follow BDE Official on YouTube. Yes. Um, so again, thanks for everyone for all the love and support for the, uh, the, the sellout. If you will, that's undisputed. That is undisputed. Should we end every everything? Oh, I no, 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 I got it. We've got, got it. it. No, 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 got it, got it. Let's try this. Let's okay. Try this. All right, ready. So, thanks everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Be safe. Ahoy! And that's BDE. Oh. <laughs> oh. You see, boys and girls, that's BDE. All right. Goodbye. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.